0: Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast, episode number 20, the evils of exercise. Yep, exercise can be bad. It can be bad if done incorrectly. It can be bad for the female body and for your overall health if you don't understand the purpose of it. And sometimes when we go and give our power away to group personal training or group instruction or classes, we're not actually understanding the purpose of Exercise, And we're going to give you some tips of how to still enjoy these, but to make them work and take responsibility for you. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body, and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in health, strength and body shape. Fast forward 15 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness and strength training and creating my own approach to women's wellness, Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training delivered in our unique community studio as well as through our online community and tribe with the Warrior Goddess Body. I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, I need to let you know that we have a brand new masterclass. How to get into your best shape yet from home with little to no equipment with no added stress or anxiety and with results guaranteed and for free. So check out that new, brand new masterclass. Go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com and access our free masterclass over there. I can't wait for you to have this information and for you to focus on your body shape and lifestyle change goals. Now let's get into the episode. Hello there goddesses, how are you all today? I am bringing this podcast to you um, direct from Major Insight. I wanted to do a podcast um, about my own experiences recently uh, to do with the concept of the problems with group personal fitness, the problems with personal trainers, the problems with, um, you know, exercise classes and organized exercise and training. So what I'm including in here is things like CrossFit, boxercise classes, cardio-based classes, uh, and I'm also including in them the instructors themselves in terms of fitness instructors. So, um, and it's, again, this is not about being negative or about um, saying this is bad and this is better. But just trying to bring some insights into understanding the biggest kind of problems that we have as women over 40 in terms of how we are choosing to do exercise and the ramifications that it has on our bodies, um, not only in terms of us trying to reach our goals of you know, weight loss and body shape change, but on overall health. Uh, And it's observations that I have just been making over the last couple of weeks as um, we begin to open up um, from our pandemic situation in terms of understanding that we are uh, possibly have more choices and to do. Yeah. So in terms of maybe being able to go back to the gym or maybe that classes are opening again, um, that sort of thing. Right. So. This has come as an observation of me um, attending a class recently. Okay, so, uh, and also with talking with my other coaches about how they teach and coach um, and experiencing um, other people, you know, instructing me and other trainers training in in a group setting. So, the problem specifically about group setting training um, is that unless the instructor and coach um, is working with a, a similar group of the same type of people, and what I mean by that is women over 40, unless they have experience of what it means to do that, it leaves the responsibility to the actual person to choose what they can and can't do within a workout. Now, the underlying sense of what personal trainers and coaches think they need to do to coach you is to continue to push you. So push, 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 um, and then tell you that if you can't continue to do the thing that it is because you're not strong enough, you're not fit enough, you're not mentally able enough. So, and what does that do to the psyche of a woman who already has a gigantic inferiority complex, guilt, shame, um, stress in their lives? Yeah. So this came from two things. I saw a post um, on Facebook of a um, somebody, one of my Facebook friends saying that they were so enjoying their early morning CrossFit classes and getting back to early morning CrossFit. But other than the huge suitcases they had under their eyes and their insomnia, they felt really great. Now, can we dissect that comment? I mean, can we dissect it and go, if you have gigantic suitcases under your eyes and insomnia and aren't sleeping, then you're not in good health, right? That is a major uh, indicator and If it was the dashboard of your car would be a flashing red light right now, that your vehicle, uh, your life, your body, your lifestyle is not working for you. There is this underlying belief that in order for fitness to work, it needs to be really hard. It needs to be no pain, no gain, push, push, push. And that the instructor's job is to push you and almost break you, right? And in doing so, then that makes you better. So I have so many, I have so many things to say about that, which you're going to hear now, um, but I feel like we're totally getting it wrong. Yeah. So why are we getting it so wrong and why does this all matter? So for me, for example, you know, I'm, I was very excited about this particular class. I really wanted to go back, but I realized that the class was about 15 minutes to 20 minutes too long for me in terms of, I got a really good workout. I was, I did a really good intense intensity in terms of intervals. Um, I was in a stage of my menstrual cycle where interval training wasn't the best option for me, but I felt even in my own confidence and in my ability and understanding my body, that it would be almost impossible to tell this instructor, sorry, I'm going to now stop and take a break because he was like no you can't take a break and would make you do a burpee if you t- if you wanted to take a break um versus what I am going to do now if I want to go back to that class is at the beginning of class tell him i am not going to do the finisher section because um the class is too long for me based on my training and i am i'm choosing not to do that and i'm going to let him know in advance right but That's because I'm ballsy, right? That's because I'm confident. That's because I know my body. That's because I'm a woman in my mid-40s who is a trainer and fitness instructor and knows myself. But most women don't have that confidence, right? To be able to say to a very big, burly dude, I'm sorry, but what you're making me do is not good for me. And the reason why I know it's not good for me is two things, right? I... Came home very exhilarated from doing the class in terms of feeling really good and loved the actual class and the exercise and the the testing and challenging myself part, which was amazing, but I couldn't sleep that night at all. So I came home and I had my dinner and I did, um, you know, my normal relaxation practices. I um, did all my foam rolling. I looked after myself, all of the usual things. I took my magnesium before bed. I had my same bedtime routine. But I couldn't sleep at all, like had terrible insomnia. And I realized it's because my cortisol levels, my stress levels were really still very high. Even though the class finished at 7.30 and I didn't go to bed until like 11 or 12, um, I didn't get to sleep at all. And the ramifications of that meant that when I went to try to do my workout the next day, I was so fatigued and tired. I felt sore and groggy and just plain old miserable. And this is not the point of exercise, by the way, yeah? So I know that it wasn't good for me, okay? I know that that final push, my hip is also giving me a bit of grief because of the the, the finishers, which again, I always question, why is this necessary? Is this necessary for my goals? Is this necessary for what I want to do? Because again, I am trained and I understand. So coupling those two experiences, hearing from this person doing CrossFit, this lady was in her 40s, hadn't slept for days, but yet felt great. Makes no sense. Myself having enjoyed the workout, but couldn't sleep that night. And me revisiting my research and understanding of how cortisol works in the body with regards to insomnia. I was like, huh, this is really interesting to me. The other thing is the DOMS that I now have are three days in. And those DOMS are preventing me from living my life happily and um, enjoying moving around. It means I don't want to do a workout today at all. In fact, I am going to take today, even though I did a workout yesterday, I'm going to take today off, even though it was scheduled for me to do a workout. And it's a very interesting thing, right? So one other thing I wanted to add in here is a conversation I had with one of my other coaches. So we were talking about her teaching classes and she's like, well, I feel like when I teach classes now, it's not, I used to use it as a way to get my workouts in, but it's not for me anymore. What it actually is doing is I'm not actually choosing to do the workout that I want to do at the level that works for me. I don't do it at the intensity that I want to do it sometimes because that would scare beginners or I wouldn't be able to breathe and talk at the same time. And also, um, the classes are generally longer than the workouts that I would actually do, right? Because we have this in our head that it's an hour and that's an hour and that's the way it is. And all of this made me go, huh, this is really interesting. Like this is interesting in terms of the fact that women have no idea how good their bodies are designed to feel and what the purpose of exercise is meant to be. And how to still get that sense of enjoyment, that sense of challenge, that sense of pushing and developing and growing and being better and getting all that wonderful excitement. But without the negativities of the insomnia, the massive dumbs, the reluctance to work out again, um, etc. So... I've come up with a couple of um, summary points or a couple of solutions I wanted to share with you. And we are going to keep today's podcast short because of that. But for me, I really wanted to share the purpose, okay, of your workouts. So the concept that you want to start at the start of your week, right, say on a Sunday, okay, Sunday is a really good day to schedule your workouts and decide what it is that you want to do and how you're going to approach it. When you go to schedule your workouts in, because you should schedule workouts in like they are doctor's appointments or appointments you would see with clients. um, You need to schedule it based on first, where are you in your hormone cycle? So if you're somebody who's already in, in in a menstrual cycle or maybe you're moving more into like a perimenopausal state where your cycle's a little bit more erratic. Stress is one of the biggest important factors for your health at this point. Um, the cortisol hormone and um, is a major trigger um, with regards to progesterone and then dropping estrogen that it's really important that you understand when you have higher cortisol rates already in the body because of where you are in your hormone cycle and taking account of that will contribute to um how good you feel after exercise yeah also you need to know why you're exercising going to a class just to feel good and you go to a class because well I go to a class because then I don't have to think the instructor just tells me what to do and then I do it um or I need the motivation I need to go to a class because I need somebody to motivate me or I Or I go to a class because I need to get my head cleared and out of the house, right? So these are things that I hear quite often. Or I go to a group personal training session for these reasons. And these would have been the reasons that ladies came to my classes too. uh, And the group personal training that we had in our studio. And not, not any of those are bad or wrong. However, what I find is that It takes control away from us. It takes the ability to choose. It takes our responsibility. It takes our power away, yeah? Because we're basically saying that the person at the front of the room knows our body better than we do, and that the person at the front of the room, dare I say it, cares about our body the way that we do, and has our best interests at heart. At the end of the day, the personal trainer the instructor, the teacher, the coach at the front of the room, their job is to just design a training plan that a group of people can go through that gets them a good workout. Most group personal training is not individual enough to go, okay, you're a woman so you might have to adapt this a little bit. Where are you at your cycle? Do you need to take greater greater rest breaks? If you do need to take greater rest breaks then you take that. If you're perimenopausal or postmenopausal, you'll definitely need to take better breaks. So that's fine. If you are a man and you need to be pushed in these areas, then I will push you. If you're a woman, then you might need to be encouraged to lift heavier weights because you will not lift heavier weights. If you are a, a man, maybe you, you you pick up heavier weights and you make bad decisions and maybe you need to pull that back. There is, unless they are coached and trained to think of that individually which in my experience, generally not because they're paid just to teach a class, right? Especially if they're not the business owner or the person that is responsible for that class. They're just honestly going through a lot of motions, dare I say it, but that's the nature of our industry. They do not know the bo- your body the way that you do. They do not know where you are, are at in your cycle. They do not know your overall goals and what you're trying to work towards. They're just trying to push you to So that you have a good experience at the other side that you have pushed yourself, right? But ladies, we I have always said this, when to push and when to rest. So here is my tips of what to do in terms of this. So when do you push? So if you go to a class, next time you go to a class or a personal training session that is one hour long, right? I Because one hour long is, is too long. You should never, women, in my experience, if we're doing daily or every other day workouts, 30 minutes, in fact, between 12 minutes of, between 12 and 20 minutes of solid, intense exercise is sufficient. And the rest should just be about mobility, stretching and cool down, um, you know, warm up, cool down practices, which should bring you to between anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes. That is, that is sufficient. That is all that you need. Okay. Okay. So if you're going to an hour long class, you need to inform the instructor or coach or trainer at the front of the room that you're going to slip out towards the end. Okay. And don't do the final minutes. That is a decision that you need to make. Now that might mean, you know, highlighting yourself or making yourself more visible and making yourself feel awkward and uncomfortable, but that's what you need to do for your body. Okay. This, the, the cortisol flood that you're going to avoid by cutting off your workouts um, shorter will really, that, that's going to be the, the, the difference between having an effective workout and having a workout that drains you, exhausts you, um, and has, has no goodness for your health. There's no benefit for your overall health, right? There is literally a tipping point in a workout. Where is like beneficial, 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 working towards your goals, working towards your goals? Nope. Okay. If you push beyond this, you're actually going to counteract the benefits that you've received. Okay. It's not double the effort, double the results. It's not double the time, double the results. There is definitely a law of diminishing returns specifically for women over 40 definitely for women over 50 in terms of the length of a workout and when you push it okay so that's one way you can take back control so when to push is do an awesome 30 30 minute to including the warm-up and cool down and all that sort of stuff between 30 and 45 minutes tops let your instructor know that you need to leave and slink out right have your things ready slink out That's one tip that I would give you. Now, if you feel really awkward about that, this is what I'm going to tell you. You need to lady balls up about that. Do not lady balls up about, well, I'll just grin and bear it and get this workout done. No, that doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you for getting the results. It doesn't serve you for having energy. It doesn't serve you for sleeping better. And we all know if you've been through my masterclass recently or you understand anything about the four-step formula for body shape change, Sleep and rest is way more important to your body in terms of the results that you're getting than exercise ever will be, even strength training, ladies, okay? So if you're not sleeping, you're not going to get results. If you're not sleeping, you are not going to have good optimal health. And if you're not sleeping, you're more likely to be exhausted and want to snack and want to have all these different cravings and it really really affects your nutritional choices which are the most important part when it comes to body shape change um, in terms of all of the different elements yeah so it's important sleeping really important so if you are if you are pushing where I want you to push is push yourself to have that conversation with that instructor right and if that dude happens to be like a big burly beast, like the instructor, uh, that I was interacting with, it may feel absolutely crap, but I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to touch base with you all and let you know that I did it. Um, um, because I have never done that before, cause I'm normally the one teaching or I go to classes that are shorter or I do my own workouts. So I don't, um, ever fear the thought of a, another instructor and, and, you know, deciding when I'm going to do something and when I'm not. So That's number one. That's when you push. When else do you push? So you push. A word from today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by our free Kettlebell Workouts download. We want to provide you a source of strength training for women by women and a way for you to introduce yourself to kettlebell training. Something that I believe is the best tool and best way for women to introduce themselves to strength training that can be done from home or the gym or even just in the smallest of spaces. If you're even traveling and can get a hold of a kettlebell in your hotel gym, you'll be able to do these workouts from just four minutes per day. The goal of strength training is to build that lovely lean muscle which will help to increase your base metabolic rate to turn you into a fat burning machine as well as to build important muscles such as your glutes and your hamstrings which protect your lower back and say goodbye to lower back pain and also to give your body those lovely muscle curves. We call them MIRVs. Okay, so if you're looking for body shape change, if you're looking for to build strength uh, in terms of your bone strength, in terms of your your joints and body strength, then kettlebell training can get you there. So go on over to the website now, warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash kettlebell workouts and download either our beginner or swinger workout for free. All right, let's keep going with this episode until you can't and rest until you can. Again, a lot of classes don't allow women to rest when they need to rest. Yeah. So when you are dictated to with regards to the workout that you're doing, you're not allowed the ability to recover properly. So you need to learn to push, but you I don't know about you, but my mindset is I can push and I'll keep on pushing as long as I know I'm getting a rest or as long as I know I can rest when I need to, if that's the case. There's a pressure. There's that sense of pressure of I will do a, I I will give you everything. I will do a really awesome workout for you, but I'll only do it when I know that I get to have a break so I can recover and go again. Right? So um, a lot of instructors or coaches think that their job is to keep pushing you and not allow you to have the break. So if they're not giving you a chance to have the break, you need to let them know, again, I'm gonna have a break and just be like, no, I'm, ha- I'm taking a break. So that's where it becomes difficult if it's an organized class, especially if it's a smaller um, group personal training style class, right? Um, when else to push? So push yourself to make those decisions and empower yourself of, of how long you're gonna do your training. Push yourself to make decisions of when you're gonna take breaks. And take those breaks, regardless of what is said at the front of the room, yeah. And push yourself to get an intense workout. That is important, okay. So you still are pushing yourself to feel the power of the workout. So work hard and and do that. So those are the things that are important, yeah. So what I mean by push yourself to do the workout, what I mean is feel it. Challenge yourself. Going okay you know, can I finish this, this set? Can I finish this rep? How does this feel? You know, can I, if it's an interval, you know, can I really push for the full 20 seconds before we take the break? Yeah. It's ideal if you know what intervals they're telling you so that you know when you can have the rest. That's a lot of things as well with some group classes is they don't let you know when the breaks are or when you're getting breaks. um, Because again, they're almost trying to trick you into that. And I feel like I feel like that's a bit of a cop-out because again that's that's not your goal okay they're assuming that your goal is you know I, I heard one of the comments being um, this is just your mind giving up first before your body and yes that is a hundred percent true but the presupposition or the assumption there was that my goal is to you know push my mind beyond my ability that wasn't my goal for the class. My goal for the class was that it was an interval class and it was really fun. And I just wanted to um, do my fat burning workout for that day. Yeah. So does that make sense? So that's all I would say is when you put the power in the hands of somebody else, just because you assume that they know better and also that you then don't have to make decisions, you're not letting them make decisions of what's best for you And that can actually be really harmful for you. So although, you know, CrossFit as a concept is an amazing um, practice, as a woman in her 40s who have to be dedicated, you know, the the workout of the day, the WOD, is determined for you. And that workout, I can 100% hand on heart tell you it was not designed by a woman for a woman. And therefore, it was designed on the concept of the male 24-hour cycle, uh, which is, does not work for women. Women need to have a um, the infradian cycle, which is the 28-day cycle based on the different parts of their hormone cycles. And the 24-hour workout of the day concept really suits men and doesn't suit women. Now, this is where you say to me, Lisa, that doesn't sound very feminist or that doesn't sound very... Um, you know, that you're saying that women and men are different. Guess what? We are. We're not just small men, right? And we need to train differently. We need to have different goals. We need to train differently. But also, that is the most empowering thing, right? Is knowing that we're different, knowing our strengths, our superpowers, which we have, which is actually our hormone cycles, and using them and maxing them out to our greatest benefit, rather than being at the whim of a workout of the day that we have to do and prove ourselves against. And when we don't come up to the scratch of that workout of the day, or we aren't able to do that the same way or as well as the men, then we're inferior. That's not feminism either, right? That's just setting ourselves up for failure. Also setting ourselves up for a sense of shame, hello, but also majorly setting ourselves up for extra stress, insomnia cortisol floods etc 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 so that's where I ask you to push is push and understand your body and start to push yourself to take control and empower your workout even when there's another coach instructor or trainer at the front of the room telling you what to do okay So when to rest. So ladies, here is when to rest. The concept of a workout, so when you schedule your workouts for that week, what you want to do, the goal for the week is you want to get banked as many workouts as you can that build lean muscle. So the more workouts that you do of building lean muscle, the better. That gets you closer to your goal and faster towards your goal. Every lean muscle workout you do, every strength-based workout that you do, not intensity, not intervals, or not some sort of combo or some sort of cardio, but the strength-based workouts are the ones that matter most for women over 40 who have goals for body shape change. So those are the ones that matter most. So you need to set your body up for success to make sure that when you actually do that workout, that you do it the heaviest you can, the, that you do it with the most intensity and precision and accuracy that you can and that you can eat and prime your workout the best way that you can. Okay, that's the goal for the week. So the goal for your, for your weekly workouts is to have enough energy for those strength training workouts to actually attend and do those strength training workouts with full energy at the heaviest weights that you can do The best accuracy and form and intensity that you can do, and that you eat correctly on those days so that you're maximizing the muscle building process. Lean muscle is the answer to body shape change, to anti aging, to raising your base metabolic rate, which will help you to burn the fat, to de wobble the areas you want, to give you, you know, to get rid of cellulite, to give you smoother, de wobbled skin um and when you build that lean muscle it will help you to burn fat more naturally it also protects if you if you're doing leg workouts it's going to uh, and working on your bum with your kettlebell swings it's going to protect your lower back strengthen your bones all of these wonderful benefits this is why we focus on strength training yeah and then if you have additional energy that particular week because of the week you are in because of your cycle, um, then you can sprinkle on the top some high intensity interval training or some training that you enjoy doing like boxer size classes, like, a, you know, doing a kick ass class or a body combat or doing some sort of like hits style workout. Yeah, for fun. That's done for fun and extra calorie burn. Does that make sense? And then you've got the other classes yet, yoga and Pilates, etc., which are sprinkled on the top of that, that you do for, you know, flexibility, mobility, for your sense of self and grounding, etc. But that is the order in which to do it. So when you're setting up your week, it's not about, I'll just get any workout. I'm sure any workout's better than not. It is not. Number two, exhausting yourself with the wrong workouts means that you're never going to get to the true work that actually works. So if you're somebody who's a runner, for example, and you're out pounding the pavements and your goal is like, I really want to get 40 miles in this week, what's the purpose of that? Well, okay, well, I'm training for a triathlon. Great. But then don't be you know, confused if your body fat starts to increase or don't be confused if you aren't losing any weight or don't be confused if you're just exhausted all the time or you're falling into the insomnia trap, right? Get it? Or, okay, well, I'm going to do three 6 a.m. CrossFit style classes this week. Why? Well, it's really good to exercise. No, it's not. It's not good to exercise, okay? It's not good to choose your CrossFit to do exercise. It's like my friend said to me once, why do you run? So this is before I did any sort of strength training. I used to, you know, run um, 5K, 10K races, had um, trained for a marathon. And she says, why do you run? And I went, well, it's easy. I could just put on trainers and go for a run. And, you know, I like it. it you know, it's it's good exercise. And she went, I liked smoking. And I was like, what? She says, well, I used to like smoking. doesn't mean it's good for me. So, when it comes to running, so basically you're saying, Lisa, is running good for you? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. In my experience of women, just doing running, not good for them. Why? The increase of cortisol, yeah. The um, your, and, and the uh, impact it has on your fat-burning hormones and your growth hormones, so it won't help you build muscle. Um, the effect it has on your thyroid. Um, yeah, running for women post-40, not good. Not good on your joints, on your hips, which are good, doesn't build your lower back, your glutes, your hamstrings. It only works the front of the body. Running, in my experience, not that healthy. Nope, for women, nope. As part of an overall training program, um, which you're already doing things like strength training and you've got a proper athletic plan put together, maybe, but running on its own, no, not healthy, not good for you. It's the same for CrossFit. Unless your goal is to be a crossfitter unless you're working towards crossfit games unless you you have desires to do crossfit for a particular reason okay crossfit does not build does not build curvy bodies on women in their 40s unless they are working towards becoming a crossfit athlete Okay Unless it's part of an overall athletic program that includes the supplements, the nutrition that's dialed in, that you're working specifically on certain goals to lift things heavier, etc, etc, right? Going to crossfit classes, dare I say as the everyday woman, it can actually be damaging. It will flood your body with all that cortisol because you're doing too long too intense workouts. It's not focusing specifically on building lean muscle, though sometimes that is an effect of that, yeah? It's not focusing on giving you enough attention, depending on how many people are in the class. If you are getting one-to-one CrossFit sessions, or maybe there's only two or three people in there, or if they're just putting you in with the, with the dudes as well, and you're comparing yourself lifting towards them, there's it's just... It's ill-conceived, yeah? So can CrossFit work as a way to get fit and strong and healthy? Yes. Do we think about it that way? No. We're just like, I'm just going to do classes. You're doing these classes is better than not. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not, ladies. The damage that you can do to yourself from over-exercising the wrong sort of exercise um, is actually specifically in your forties where you're so stress sensitive, where you're already really overly stressed, it can actually do you more damage. So when to rest and when to push and understanding where exercise becomes the enemy, right? Where exercise becomes the enemy is that you, it's not well thought out. Okay. You just think I'm going to get workouts in. I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm going to get some workouts in, right? When it's not done against a plan, when it's not done against a plan for you, when you are not given the ability to do a shorter workout, which you can do from the gym, which you can do from home, you can do from wherever. I'm not saying that it always comes down to, Lisa says I must do kettlebell home-based training. No, that's not the case. What I'm trying to say here is that women in my experience of women, fall into two camps. We're either completely sedentary, don't do any exercise at all, used to do exercise, not maybe active at all, or we get a hold of something that we like and then we flog it like a dead horse, right? We, I'm going to do three CrossFit workouts this week. I'm going to go to boxercise. I'm going to do, you know, um, body pump five times this week, etc., right? And the problem is, Unless you've sat down and gone, what is my intention for this exercise? When am I scheduling my day? When am I scheduling to get these workouts? Do I understand the concept of building lean muscle, right? So people just think that it's about having the motivation to do the workout. You will have the most amount of motivation to do workout when you see results. When you see and feel better, when you see the results in your body, and when you feel amazing in terms of the energy that you have and the, 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 the things that your body can actually do, that's when you'll be motivated. If you're pushing yourself to exhaustion now, why would you be motivated to go back and do that? Like if you're having DOMS for three to four days, why would you ever want to go and work out again? If you didn't sleep well the night of your workouts and are, uh, you know, really grumpy and cranky and just want to eat all the crisps and all of the chocolate all of the time, and you haven't put two and two together that the reason why you're feeling that way is because of the workouts and the stress you're putting your body under why would you ever want to go and do a workout again yeah so most women think I'll be motivated when somebody tells me what workouts to do and then I will turn up and I'll do those workouts and I'll be able to make this sustainable and keep going in my experience of women that is not how it works You need to find a sustainable training plan based on your goals, based on your current fitness levels, and schedule your workouts around that whole principle I just gave you, right? Which is the rest-based principle. The most important thing of your week is that you schedule your workouts in and you make your body 100% as best as it can to do those workouts. Yeah? So... Scheduling the sleep, going to bed earlier on those days, getting your lovely Epsom salts, bath ins and rest and recover so that you can do the next workout. Women focus on the pushing of the classes. If only I can go to the, you know these classes and I'm you know, I can be motivated and stay at these classes when they don't focus on the recovery to get them back to do the workout again and to do the workout that actually works. So here's some questions. Is your current workout schedule just, I'll go to classes because then the trainer or the instructor teaches me what to do and then I feel good afterwards, yeah? Is that what you're doing right now? So my question is, how long do you feel good afterwards? An hour, a couple of hours? What about the next morning when you go to wake up and you're so exhausted? What about the next afternoon when you've literally had three packets of crisps because you haven't slept very well and you're really snacky and a wee bit hungry, Okay. Then you beat yourself up. Oh my God, I've eaten all these crisps. Guess what? I need to go and work out and burn off all these calories again. And it's a downward spiral of shame, ladies, right? That's not healthy. None of this is healthy. So let me share to you what is healthy. Have a training plan. A training plan that you can do in the gym or at home that works for the female body, designed for your female body. Understand where your stress levels are at in terms of your hormone cycle. Schedule your strength training workouts in that week. 30 minutes. That's it. You can do that as a, by all means, if you want to go to a strength training class. But in my experience, strength training is never done particularly well in group personal training sessions. Very few people get that right, right? For, for building muscle. The goal in the class is to build muscle, right? Right? So maybe they will, maybe they won't. So that's about building the muscle. Then when you schedule that, schedule in when you're going to bed that night. And your goal is to turn up for each of those strength training workouts, three between 30 minutes to 45 minute classes or sessions or workouts you're going to do in your home, whatever that is. And you turn up the most refreshed, you turn up having slept well and ate. Hit your calories, hit your protein, so that when you go to do that workout, you can lift as heavy as you can, you can go intense, and you can get it done. That is the goal for you. So that at the end of the week, you've banked your lean workout, um, your lean muscle building workouts, and you can go, I got three solid, lifting heavy, did my best, curvy, strong, which is what we call our strength training workouts, and I feel amazing. At the end of the week, you don't feel exhausted. You don't feel tired. You don't feel like you can't sleep. You get to the end of the week and you feel amazing. Now, of course, you can still feel worked and that your body did work, but you're not crawling out of bed putting matchsticks in your eyes. You're not cranky, you're not hangry. You feel good. You feel in control, you feel strong and empowered. That is what the goal is for you when it comes to exercise. So the, the downside of exercise is that it is stress on the body. You need to know how to manipulate that to work for you and not to be at the whim of some evil exerciser, right? So I hope this was helpful today. Um, I really had to come on. I felt the rant was in me, so I had to come on and talk about it today. Um, If you do want to find out more about how we do workouts, the training plans that we do from just four minutes a day, uh, workouts that can be done from home or in the gym, um, then we have free kettlebell workouts that you can dip in and try even as a complete beginner so you can start to understand the concept of kettlebell training. Um, And we also talk, um, if you want, there's ways that you can access our body shape change formula and find out all about how to get into the best shape yet from home. Also, can still be done in the gym um, or for free through our masterclass. So I will pop in some information about our masterclass in the show notes for this episode. Um, but ideally, I want to talk about the you know we're going to put in the show notes the worst exercise to do if you're 35 and older blog posts that I have written which is one of my most read blog posts for you to understand the evils of group exercise which is what I think I'm going to call this episode um, and understanding that you need to take back power and control and that's what I want for you so go check out the show notes we're episode number 20 over on the warrior goddess Kettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts page. Um, I will be sharing a little bit more about you know misuse of training and the evils of, ex- of exercise, so you can actually try to figure out what works best for you. And I'd love to hear your stories of you know where where you've misused exercise or or where you find yourself struggling with regards to being consistent with exercise because of the points that I've I've outlined. Um, And I'll let you know how I get on with um, this particular class and coach when I tell him that I'm leaving early. Let's see how that works. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Have a great one. Peace out.